You can get it done. What's more, you gotta get it done. There's a gleam, man. There's a gleam. Let's get the gleam, all right? Let's go. Want a piece of that championship? Put it in here. Hey, guys, where else would you rather be? This is Hour 2 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. It's been too long in studio, former Radford Highlander, Brian Hart, B. Hart, good morning. Good morning. It's been way too long, my it guy. Has How you been. doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I'm, you know, I'm excited. You're digging the Joni Jet, aren't you? I saw you, Bob. <laughs> you see it? You see it? I told you I'm versatile with the music. You know? I just like good tunes. Little, little classic. Tri- little trivia fact. You watch Sunday Night Football, right? Mm-hmm. You know the opening song. I've been waiting all day for Monday night with uh, Carrie mm-hmm. Underwood. This, this, it's this song. They just changed oh. the words. She gave them the right to change the. Wow! But it's the same song. Wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's great trivia. Yeah. There you go. You can okay. use that. And be like, oh, and then, he, and then people are gonna go, okay. He knows okay. a little song. <laughs> good talk. Good talk. Oh, well, how you been? I'm good. I'm great. Blessed. Well, that's Blessed. great to see you, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. How about our Highlanders? That's what I'm saying. Rolling. Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time to be a Highlander. It right? is. It is. There's a lot of stuff that's cool. Uh, I know our fans always like players' perspective. And you're Absolutely. freshly removed from being an active student athlete. Sure. So talk about February because I, it, it's so different than the rest of the months because we're in the last full month mm-hmm. of games before mm-hmm. the tournament. Yep. You guys have been in the grind since the summer. October practice. I think practice actually started in September this year. They've finally mm-hmm. allowed coaches to work with yep. players. Imagine that. Yep. <laughs> so you put in so much into it, all the travel. I felt the kids were having a little travel fatigue on mm-hmm. Wednesday, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It was. You go to South Carolina on Saturday, you come home. Mm-hmm. You have to go back to South Carolina on Wednesday, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And you got school. And you got... So talk about, as, you, as a player, you went through it. I mean, what Absolutely. is it like? Because – I don't think people understand. They just assume young people can adapt, exactly. but it's not that easy, is it? it? No, not at all. It's difficult. It's definitely not for the weak. Um, but I would say that that's what just makes two percenters. You know, it's one of those things where it 
it's not the easiest, but it's one of the greatest gigs yeah. in America. So, I mean, it's not for everyone. I will say you got to be have to have a certain level of mental focus, understanding. Um, that's why you, you just try to season yourself for these times, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's training, mentally, those type of things, to just understand. And, and that's the beauty of it because it's like if you put in that work, you do it right, you'll be rewarded. Yeah. You know, at the end, things like that march, being able to get to Absolutely. the tournament. That's usually like the reward. So it's one of those things where it's just like you you put it in your mind like, okay, it's not going to be easy to get it done, but it's a reward on the other side. So that that's how I look at it. And when you come to a place like Radford, you know that March means that's our shot to go to the NCAA. Absolutely. It's a one-bid league. Absolutely. So how do you go about balancing knowing that every game is so important in the regular season, mm-hmm. but yet you know that really it comes down to winning three games in mm-hmm. March, right? It's tough. You can't look Absolutely. ahead, Facts. but at the same time it's there. Facts. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, I would you, you try to take those habits – Try to try to take the correct habits with you and view each game the same, whether it's a game early and it's a game in March. Obviously, the magnitude is different, but you try to cha- train the mind to take every single game, you know what I mean, appropriate yeah. fear, yeah. as I call it, serious. And that way, you're seasoned for March. Because obviously, you know, 16 seed can lose to a 1 seed, 1 seed, you know, yeah. you see it yeah. a lot. So it's just one of those things. March is so important that you try to have the right – habits i'd say to carry you through you know what i mean to right. actually be a championship right. team so that's and, what i would say and those habits have to also transfer over to when you're off the court absolutely and that's what Darius talks about absolutely. a lot it's not just coming out when you got your practice <laughs> uniform on and trying to turn it on and Ab- say it's mm-hmm. got it he wants to see it in everyday absolutely. life too right culture you know how, how you interact with people around the community yeah you know what i mean fans how you talk to people it's just habits because Coach says it, and um, it's just one of those things that uh, is just good talk. Is how you do one thing is usually how you do everything. So it's hard to be a championship player and a bad person. So it's like you're usually a championship That's person, exactly right. championship student, championship player, and so you try to get a lot of those guys build culture. And that that's where you see things like this happen, win streaks, things like that, because it's, it's not really. A secret. You can't. Yeah, you know. You might not, get two in a row, four in a row. You know. Right. But once you start to see those big, then you realize it's a culture thing starting to. You know. Well, get across the board, in and, my opinion. No, I agree. And we had this debate here on the show a couple of weeks ago. We had one of our uh, regular guests disagree and thinks that culture is because of winning. I I look at it the other way. I think mm-hmm. you win because of the culture. I agree. I think you have to have a certain thing in place. Because I don't think you can just walk into a dysfunctional Mm-mm. program and all of a sudden say, hey, we're going to start winning, Mm-mm. right? No. And I think even if you do early or you see small success, you don't see longevity. You don't. Right. Culture is something that is, is built for March. That's it's a great built, point. Yeah. Built when you yeah. come up to another championship team. You might be you, – you can win off talent. You can win things like that. But when you face another championship team, March, when it's full of championship teams – then that's, that's right. where I think culture actually plays a part yeah. because it's it's who's real, who's actually does do does these things day in day out, you know, cares about these things day in day out, and I think that's when it shows. Ryan Hart's in the studio with us, former Radford Highlander. He works yes, with these sir. guys on a daily basis. Yes, sir, great things ahead for Absolutely. B Hart.
I appreciate uh, it. It's true. It's only facts. Uh, now, you're working with these guys, and yes, how much of it is human nature one way or the other? First of all, let's take the good side. Right now, mm-hmm. you won eight in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's fired up, yep. second place. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited. But how difficult is it to not rest on that and me sh- to create the next thing the next day and, and, and say, okay, that's great, we won eight, but it doesn't really matter if mm-hmm. we don't get it done tomorrow. No, 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 exactly. Right? And so I would just say it's just understanding of everything and taking the good with the bad. I feel like like even when things were at the beginning or things were going our way, treating it the same as the eight in a row, staying day to day to our habits, just making sure that we're improving as a team, not necessarily looking at results. So if you keep improving and understanding what you're doing, then usually the success comes. And so I feel like that's what we're seeing of trusting each other, coach, culture, things like that, and just continue to crack at it, crack at it. It's like, you know, my saying is, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So just keep cracking at it, keep cracking at it, and eventually you should see results. What discouraged you most as a player? Was it external things, Mm -hmm. maybe being chided by the head coach, Mm -hmm. Or was it something internal when you realized you either didn't prepare well enough or you weren't ready to go out and have a good practice or a good game? What when you went back and looked at it as a player, what kind of things brought you down? That's a great that's a great question. I say what discouraged me the most was personal. Personal preparation. Because I'm a I'm a guy I like to be honest with myself. I feel like everybody should start with themselves. You have to be honest with yourself. And so I know if B-Hart didn't prepare properly. I know, and I'm such a preparation guy down to— You were, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was such a preparation guy to where, like, if if something was— off, I wouldn't say if something was off, I would just let it totally right. throw me off. Right. But preparation was key, and I would see. I would have to be real with myself. Okay, when you prepare properly, what were the results? And when you didn't. And so my biggest thing is knowing that. And I, I couldn't lie. You know, people come to see you, fans, you know, family, th- teammates, yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can't lie to yourself. And that's when I really, especially as I got older, I really made sure that I got my work done. The things that prepared me to have a good game, I had to make sure that I got those things done because I couldn't lie to myself. Yeah. So I would say that was the biggest thing for me is just like – making sure that I was prepared to get my job done. So I, I definitely say it was preparation. See, Michael Jackson had the man in the mirror song, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it's apropos. Absolutely. If you're letting that guy down, mm-hmm. you're not going to impress anybody else, Absolutely. right? And that's Absolutely. a great point. I think that a lot of people need to realize that. You're not always just trying for approval of your coaches or fans mm-hmm. or teammates. It's your inner approval. And you have to be to be – I mean, you're a Division right. One college athlete. Right. You're, you guys are wired differently than most right. people. That's true. It's That's not the true. same, right? You have to be – figure it out. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. All right, so you're working with these guys, and you see how they've come along. I want to talk exactly. with you specifically about the backcourt. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different personalities, so many different ways that each guy can hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with um, – obviously with uh, – Brian Antoine, who mm-hmm. comes here with all this reputation. Sure. And uh, let's be honest, you're not sure how he's going to come to Radford. Mm-hmm. You don't know, mm-hmm. speaking of mental preparation. Facts, for sure. I'll tell you what, B-Hard, I can't um, remember a guy coming in here that has been so good in terms of just he loves the Radford community. Yeah. He loves being Great out. Guy. Every time we're on the road, it's so crazy. Many times, not every time. Mm-hmm. 
but people know him. Yep. Right? They know sure. college basketball. Yeah. They remember how <laughs> yeah. highly right? Yeah. So they, sure. they see us in the lobby mm-hmm. and they go, Hey, is, is Brian Anthony is he is he on your team? And we're like, mm, Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's on our team. Yeah. Uh, is he around? You know. <laughs> and and he'll come out, mm-hmm. you know, either, you know, Coach Marino will go get him. And he talks to these folks. And mm-hmm. if they want to sign something or take mm-hmm. a picture, he's just mm-hmm. he's just that guy. Talk about his influence because I think when he is on, he's one of the most dynamic players in the Big South without Big time, saying, right? Big time. Well, well, first, I would say great person, great kid. That was one of the first things that I learned. And that's just hats off to B.A., his family, his where family, he comes, yeah. things yeah. like that. Like That's the first thing that I noticed. So I want to throw that out there for Absolutely. B. Early. Great Absolutely. person. Genuine. Actual, genuine person. And so that's where you see things like coming out the hotel just to speak to people. Yeah. Say hello, yeah. sign things. That's the start. Great person. And I think that helps him. And so that's one of those things where it's like you want to be around B.A. Teammate. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Player. You you want to be around B.A. Great kid. And so then the, the talent speaks for itself. You don't just land there, and, and, and B and I have talked about things like that. You don't just get five of those stars. No. You know, you can have four stars. <laughs> you yeah, can have because three. you're just good. Yeah, yeah. Right. You get, but you don't just go get five of those stars, the accolades and stuff. And it's just one of those things where the, the, the talent's there. He had all of those accolades for a reason. And so being that, I played and stuff. Obviously, the mental is is huge in anything you do, not just sports, anything that right, you do. Right. And so that's just one of the biggest things. And I just think hats off to coach and all, you know, the coaching staff, his teammates, everything like just being around them. I see it. And, you know, it comes down to culture. His teammates yep. help him. He helps them. They want to be around each other. And I just think that's what helps. It's like. They enjoy being around each other, and they're more happy when someone else does something Absolutely. than for themselves. And that's where it's just like you, you can't teach that. You, you need that to no. make deep runs, to to put together winning streaks, things like that. And so I just the, – the talent's there, and I, I think it's starting to click for sure. It is, it <laughs> I think is. it's starting to click for sure. Don't want to say too much, all of I that. Know, you know, we, know. we're still rolling. Yeah, but still rolling. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one, one game at a time. Yeah, one game like, at a time. You know, It sounds like a cliche, but it's so true. It, it's the facts. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just saw it on the road trip. On Saturday at Upstate, he goes for 21. Yep. He hits the three at the end to win the game. <laughs> He was explosive, unstoppable. And then it was like clockwork. Too. You know, we were watching him in warm-ups down at Clinton, and you've been in that gym down at PC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's it's no so offense, dark. No for yep. So he's going around and he's doing the around the world, mm-hmm. and he doesn't miss a he doesn't shot. Miss. All right. He's making them all. Mm-hmm. It's like you're, and they were even counting it because he's like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> he's getting deeper. It didn't transfer over to the game. He couldn't make a shot. Mm-hmm. He missed it. I mean, and he, mm-hmm. he. But instead of that getting him, oh wow, hanging my head. Mm-hmm. He he played even harder mm-hmm. defensively. Mm-hmm. He had six deflections, deflections in that game, four assists, and, and he ended up I think with seven points. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying, it's just what you're talking about. All he cared about at that point was okay. I'm not knocking him down today. How am I going to make sure this team has success? Mm-hmm. And that's all that mattered to him. That, exactly. And and that's in in my opinion, that's an actual good player, player that can figure out how to do other things, how to figure out how to impact the game. Making missing shots, hey, that's any given yeah. day. You know what any I mean? Any day, any but game, right? Any given right. day, but right. that—that's where I feel like that's turning the corner and just under the mental because he threw it out. Like you say, he threw it out. I, I'm not making yeah. shots. That's cool. I'm still able right. to affect this game. Absolutely. 
And he did. And we got the dub there. Yeah, exactly. Same thing, Tech fan. You watch Hunter Couture, Sean Padula. They make sure. it look so easy. His shots aren't always there. No. And they have to adjust mm-hmm. what they do. That's mm-hmm. why Hunter's got a, a good defensive game now. For sure. And one more here real quick. Um, we got to talk about Daquan Smith. Yeah. Kwani. I love Kwani. I so. <laughs> Kwan <laughs> is, you talk I'm about, a a, guy. he is such a blue-collar, physical, mm-hmm. he, mm-hmm. he doesn't care about his Physical being at all, right? <laughs> he goes kid. in there. And tough kid. Talk about Quan and what he brings to the table because this is a guy who's so. as hard-nosed mm-hmm. and represents, I think, the kind of mentality we have in this community as well as any player. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so Quan, uh, just a little story. It's funny. So when Quan came over from Murray and stuff, and this is just me and Quan, you know, it's hoops. And we're honest with you. I, I tack in with him. I'm like, Quan, you know, I heard about you. I know you came from a great program, you know. Coach, yeah. Coach Shane guy and things, and, and it's respect there. So you knew, and I, I pay attention to little things. And so I'm like, look, Quan, you know it's hoops, though. You know you earn your respect from one another. Absolutely. You know, let's be honest. That's the way it is. I know where you come from and stuff. That's but right. Like, That's I, right. I, I, I want to see myself. I, <sighs> three workouts in throughout the summer, I, I, I check in with Quan. I'm like, Quan, <laughs> you got my respect. Not even, you know, I'm like. You know how to play the right way. I love your confidence. You know, you're a good teammate, good person. Yeah. Like, and you're like, you're someone that I would enjoy competing against. You know, I would play with them right. and stuff. I'm right. like, I enjoy getting after it with you because I know that you're going to get after gonna it. He's going to get after it. I know that you're, that you're going to get after it. Hard nose. You go have fun. You know, Quad talk to you. Quad, you know, I like all that. I'm like, yeah, Quad. Quad has my respect. And, and it, it started over the summer, and he's just continued to gain it. And he's even more. These are good people too. Like they're they're good people. That's what I respect. Not even just hoops things. Like they're they're good dudes. They're good. They dudes. are. They're good, good, to, good, be good to be around. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's Coach Pete out there right now. We have to go to him. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come <laughs> back. <Gotta> go get- <laughs> Did we not let him in? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. we got B. Hart in studio. Tim Pete's coming in. We're going to talk more Radford (laughs) Hoops. Your Highlanders have won eight in a row. They're in second place in the Big South. More coming up. Finally, Friday edition. Stay with us. Don't go away. He won't sit, but oh boy, does he speak. More big dog sports talk next on WRAD. Alright, we don't have a lot of time here for the bottom of the hour, but we do want to welcome in along with Brian Hart, Radford Assistant Coach Tim Peets in studio. Coach, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing good. Good morning. Appreciate you coming in. No problem. Chilly out there. It's brisk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I told uh, Coach Pete, I said, be hard to He goes, yeah, I saw his car when I pulled in. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is B. Hart's wheels kind of his identity when you know there he is, there's the car? Yeah, I, I, I think that that's kind of what you kind of get when you're in a small town. I think we all know each other when we see our cars. And we give the, the normal just, you know, you see through the window the wave or a hunk here and there. So I think that that's what makes – what we're doing really unique, even with our players and our staff, and we, we all know each other's cars. Yeah. <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> Who's here? Who's not here? Uh-huh. Well, we're going to talk a little bit, Coach, uh, with Brian here, a little bit more about the team and uh, what you've seen now in February and how important this month is. I, I, I'm always fascinated by the process 
It's so much, uh, and every time we sit down for one of our pregame uh, going into the game scouts, I learned so much about it from you mm-hmm. guys because it's just kind of cool to be. You think you know something, then you talk to you guys. You go, "Wow, I never thought of it that way," or "This is what I'm going to be looking for," you know. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool now that we're in February. How do personalities change? We were just talking about it, Absolutely. you know, headed into uh, February here as uh, the Big South headed down the final stretch. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Our news hits now. Then we'll be back more with uh, Brian Hart and Radford assistant coach Tim Pete in studio. We've got Jen and Mike Ashley in hour three. More coming up on the Finally Friday edition. Hi, this is Craig Hodges. You're listening to Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Holla at your boy. Peace. All right, welcome back. Having some fun here on the Finally Friday edition in studio. Radford assistant coach Tim Pete has joined us. Brian Hart, former Radford Highlander. Coach, here we are now. You got the scouting report for Winthrop. Mm-hmm. Highlanders with eight in a row. First of all, let's talk about the last road trip down in the Palmetto State. It was uh, – <laughs> Well, I can say it, but I don't know how you guys keep from keeping your sanity and not getting what we saw last Saturday down at Upstate with the 44 fouls. It was neither team could do anything in that game, uh, but yet Radford was able to get the shot to win. How tough is it to keep guys, I mean, focused when everything is a foul? Um, I, I think the one thing, and Brian could attest to this, we would call a lot of fouls one, one random day in practice and try to get everybody, you know, on edge and just kind of prepare those guys for any situation, we might give one team more fouls than the other. We might have somebody make a game-winning shot in practice because we compete so much. So when those moments happen, I mean, of course, you get excited or you try to control your energy and your effort and your just whatever your emotions, um, that when it happens, the coaching staff, for the most part, we, we've seen it before. Yeah. Um, which I think gives guys like Brian Antoine – uh, confidence to make those type of shots, just like Kenyon Giles made one uh, at home uh, a, a few a week ago. Th- those moments that happened in practice before, so we just give those guys confidence. Remember that we've been here before. Of course, the stage is bigger, but those guys, just basketball players, are creatures of habit. Once they do something once or twice, they have belief, and I think that's what we're doing right now. Did you like those foul days in practice? <laughs> hey, it depends on what side of the whistle you was on. <laughs> That's the only thing. It depends on what side of the whistle. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, uh, it may have been the darkest gym I've ever been in. <laughs> I've been in that place a lot. Oh, I don't know. All I know is, like that. I don't think people realize, by the way, the officials came out and they were immediately looking up and they had a little meeting <laughs> before everybody, before the teams came out. And I thought they were not going to play the game for a second. I was like, Wow. Yeah, they were pointing up and they were saying, well, that one's out, that one's out. that." And I thought, uh-oh. But they just let it go. Mm-hmm. Coach, have you played in a gym that dark? It's, that was crazy. I mean, no. But, <laughs> but like I said, church I mean, maybe. The, no. lux- the luxury of things that we've been through, we, we've had the lights go out against high point at yeah, home. We that's had, right. That's we've right. had the lights go out in practice just because of the timer. <laughs> and <laughs> we don't true. let them stop practicing if we're in live play. Um so I, I don't think that 
things like that bother our guys. It's just getting them to realize that they've been through it. And once they realize it, you're right. And we just come out there go, and play. As long as the, the goals are the same height, right. the ball has the right amount of air they're supposed to have, and we have the referees and we have each other, it really doesn't matter. And you needed each other because there was no atmosphere in there. Yeah. I mean, it was a very sparsely attended game, <laughs> to say the least. And that energy, I know that's something that uh, Coach Nichols talks about a lot, <laughs> right? Creating that energy amongst yourselves. And and, and I, I don't know if I should tell the story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. No, and it's, it's funny because, you know, we're a really hype group and we, we, we get after each other and we're going to our halftime meeting and we don't have the, uh, we didn't go in the locker room. We went to like a, a, a little meeting space and, before the game, we was making a lot of noise and talking to each other and, you know, giving each other a game plan. We go to the same space at halftime and FCA is going on. <laughs> so we have to move our space again. And But one of our program standards is be flexible. Um, so we didn't flinch and we, we, we were going to be us. Um, you know, no disrespect to the FCA that was going no, on. No, no, no. But um, <laughs> we're just going to be us, especially in the in the moment, in the heat of battle. We're going to have our guys stay mentally locked in. And I, I think the start of the second half, um, when you have guys like Daquan Smith and Brian Antoine, and and then we, we move O into that, that lineup because he was playing so well. I think that those guys came out with a lot of energy and effort and, and Shaq Jules as well when, when we subbed them back in elevated us and that's that's what we're about right now just trying to keep elevating each other once you have opportunity to sub in how tough is it b heart when you go to a place and there's no energy right no oh, nothing yeah, from yeah. the crowd i don't know if b heart needed many people to motivate him <laughs> when he was a player <laughs> 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 it brought you back to the au days and back gym got to figure it out that's just one of those things you got to figure it out so it's it's a little difficult but that's where the energy just comes from internal. Yeah. Like, we got a job to get done. We got to figure it out because nobody cares. Yeah, They're not going to look know. back and right. say, oh, nobody was in the gym. Right. Take that loss back. doesn't work like that. So got to figure out, get some energy wherever you can. What was uh, one of the signs? I think Vince Lombardi had up. He said, work hard because nobody gives a damn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's what it is. It, it, it just nobody cares outside. You you know, you have to just assume everybody's doing the same thing. You got to mm-hmm. just care amongst yourselves. So, and yeah. it, it means a lot. It does. It does. Well, this team also on the road, five in a row. Among, everybody talks about the win streak, and I know nobody wants to focus on that within the program, but the five games on the road that you've mm-hmm. won in a row, that, you know how tough it is to win conference road games. And what do you see has changed there with the, the guys and how they've adapted now to road trips and being able to turn it on and win games? Of course, I I think what Coach Sweat and, the, and uh, Coach Nichols and everybody on our staff, we use the road in non-conference to get these guys to use those situations. And we've been in a lot of different situations on the road in non-conference and just using those as teaching moments and also seeing that we can play with anybody. But also, if we don't have the right energy or the right mindset or remembering key details, it can get ugly really fast yeah. too as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's been the biggest thing of our guys of accepting the challenges that we've given them, and now that we're just reaping the benefit of it. And but like I said, though it's the players. I, I, the players they're figuring it out together. Um, they're looking at each other and motivating each other and telling each other, "I got you today," um, or "Ride my back." I got you. I got you for here. And then you have another guy make a big play, and it just it's, it's just been fun to see these guys have each other's back through tough times, through tough moments, through dry spells. When you talk about Quan comes in the locker room last week, man, I had a bad week. But 
but B.A., he comes in, B.A. stepped up for us. And, right. You know, it's, it's Kenyon Giles had moments where he stepped up for us as well. So I, I think that that's where a team is being built, and it's fun to see. And they're starting to coach each other. They're getting on each other about not catching the ball with two hands mm-hmm. or or setting the screen the correct way. And now we're just coaching some of the other things that we can focus on now. Take us through what that was, be hard as a player. Like you, you beat a team maybe with 10 or 50 points at home. You go on the road and play them, and all of a sudden you look up with two minutes and you're down by three, right? It's mm-hmm. a, it, the environment, how you have to adapt yourself. No, 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 absolutely. And it, it's just <clears throat> the mental. Understanding that things can be high, can be low, just kind of staying balanced. That's what I would say, just understanding that might be the team, you know, especially it was big that year when we were playing the back-to-backs the day right, oh, yeah, right yeah. before. Yeah. It was one of those where it was like you could be the team one day, lose the next day. So it's really just staying balanced and having appropriate fear. That's what I call it, just understanding that you can lose any game. So, you know, having that that understanding. That's a good line. With the, with, the, with the proper mental. That's a good line. Appropriate fear, right? You're not scared you're not of the scared. opponent. That's what I'm saying. Appro- understanding that you can yeah, lose. Yeah, that's good. But that just comes down to the preparation. I like that. If you I have like the appropriate that. fear. Yeah. So Radford assistant coach, Tim Peets in studio with us. Radford Highlander, great. Right heart in studio with us. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Coach, tomorrow we got Winthrop coming in at 2, and you and I will have a discussion at some point uh, about this game. But um, take us through Winthrop. All of a sudden, that's the team that <clears throat> a lot of times you talk to people don't know much about the Big South, right, mm-hmm. outside of Radford. They go, think of the Big South, Winthrop, right, because Correct. of what their tradition. And they're playing like it now, winners of three in a row. What's changed for them, what you're watching when you see them on film? Like I said, I, I, I see Coach Prosser has his guys playing with a lot of confidence, and it's not just uh, those two guys they had that was – Right, named to be preseason all league, it's it's the McMahon and the Harrison and the Lane of of their team that's stepping up um, in the right time of the year. They're playing with a lot of swagger, a lot of confidence, uh, especially on the offensive end. So, like I said, we have to be able to withstand those type of situations and not allow those guys to get going. But that they're playing right, the right way at the right time of year and. They're just as, they're playing just as well as any team like that. Like you can look at us or Asheville and look at the number of amount yeah. of, amount of wins that we've had in a row. But Coach Prosser, they won three and they've won. They 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 beat Presby, you know, which was a tough. That's a tough place to play, and they they win there with the right mindset, and they're playing just as good as anybody else in this league right now. And I, I think our players, and I think Brian Hart can also be a witness of this. It doesn't matter if we would have. One at PC or a loss at PC, we're gonna be we're gonna create edge for our guys to to move on after midnight. That we have to that's right get our mind right um, and, and our emotions right and have the the appropriate fear, like you said, to come in and prepare to win. Um, you have to earn the right to win, and it start it starts with going to study hall, going to class. Even though those are things that you don't want to do, um, eating and hydrating and and ha- getting your mind right to be able to have an opportunity to win Saturday. Sure, sure. How tough is that to turn it on and off like that, to not let the last game be your mindset for the next game, regardless win or lose? And that's what we talked about earlier, just, you know, stay in balance. Don't get too high, don't get too low. So if you take those losses and wins the same, you should be right in the middle of appropriate fear. Yeah, appropriate fear. Go this way or that way, but habits day-to-day. 
I'll credit you. I'm going to totally use that on the broadcast sometime. Oh, no, no. You're good. I appreciate it. Copyrighted by Bjorn. No no plagiarism there. You're good. You're my guy. Uh, You're good. Coach, every time I talk to Coach Nichols, you can tell after a big win, no matter who it's against, he's already done with it. Yeah. Talk about that because that's genuine. Like, yeah. He comes out for post game. He doesn't really want me to even talk about the game that we just watched because mm-hmm. he's already put it away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's that's just who we are. It and, is. And I think that that comes from us being around basketball so long. We're all right. we're all coaches' kids. Um, you know, you you you're in, you're happy, but you're always like, I, I could have done this. But at the same time, I, I do think that we we've, we've also learned to enjoy the moment. Um, and we give ourselves a little grace yeah. to get not yeah. to not dwindle on that or mm-hmm. or harp on those things or the negative. Um, but once midnight hits, especially if it's your scout, you're you're ready to you're ready to go. And you and I think the players feel that energy, um, especially when you had a couple weeks off like I have from not having a scout. <laughs> I, I have a lot of juice uh, revved up, not just not just because it's winter, just because it's an opportunity for me to to get our guys ready and, and continue to get ready for battle. And and it'll be the same for anybody of our coaches that does the scouting. And it's just it's just how we are. I think that's just how we're wired. I think that's what makes our staff really unique, that we we take each other's energy and offset. If I'm the one that's on edge, you have Coach Sweat and Coach Shane balance whatever needed for me and the same thing for, for the other. Um, and I think our players feel that. And I think, I think they balance each other as well. Like you have guys – willing to go outside themselves now um, and help another teammate out when they see them being down or if they see them getting going, hey, keep going. I got – hey, we're going to go back to you um, no matter if it's being good or bad. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, I, that it, it is, it's vitally important. And, and you mentioned you, yeah, because when we do the whole go into the second part of the conference schedule, the thing changes. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute. Because you guys have a rotation going. Yeah. With the scouts, so you've had to wait a little while because yeah. your opponents haven't popped up on the. <laughs> and, and you get you get to the point where you get um, your eyes start to hurt because you, you're sick of watching them. You're, you're, just, you're, gonna, you're just ready to go and compete, but you know you get but you start to learn those guys. And you, like I said, they're playing really well right now, um, and we have to respect them, um, understand that we did win at their place, so they're going to come in just like we would if they would have won in our place at the first Absolutely. game. Absolutely, yeah. and. And I, and I just, I just, I just hope Devin can. They show, they show, the fans showed us a lot of love uh, a couple weeks ago. I just hope we can get some of the same results, and because that atmosphere was, it, it's definitely an atmosphere that that can give you a home court advantage. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. And I, I just hope we can continue to build that that type of brand for Rafford basketball and Rafford University. Oh, there's no doubt. Don't just come because the TV cameras here. Let's uh, let's come out and realize that these young men deserve your attention. I mean, that's the big thing. Take us through real quick, Behart. Second time through the schedule as a player, right? You see this team, regardless of what happened the first time. I mean, everybody's so familiar. You know your guy Absolutely. a lot better than the time. I, everything's much different. Um, I'd say I won't say a little bit more personal, but you've already played, so things have already went one way. And so you come back. Starters know each other, like Coach said. That we all know each other. First name basis. Yeah. You know what he yeah. likes to do. At this point, we're we're in conference and second go around. They know your spin back tendencies, they know attitude, refs, everything. And so now it's just about it's coming down to, I feel like what you do as a program, habits. What do we do? You know what's yeah, got sure. us here. And so with whichever team has that the strongest, I feel like 
wins the back end, the, the second go round of the games, the second time. Because we all know what we're going to do. We know the plays. We know personnel. We know everything. So it's who wants it more, who cares more, who's more connected, which teams are selfless, things like that. So that's my opinion on the second go around because everything is out there pretty much. Coach knows everything without watching it. He already yeah. said he got tired. You know, his, his eyes are tired from watching it. So <laughs> yeah. we all know what everyone's going to do. It just comes down to habits, I think, now. Like, what you do. How much a part of that is, Coach, that really draws you to being a coach? Because that's exciting to have to recreate that with mm-hmm. the same opponent. That's a huge challenge. Yeah, I think that also this is the time of why we got into coaching because it's the, this the, the closest thing we get to that adrenaline rush, um, especially this time of year. Uh, January, February in college basketball is a great time of year. You, you kind of figure out who you are. You find a, you kind of find out which guys in your roster are guys that's willing, that you'll go to the trenches with. Like non-conference at our level, anybody wake up to go play at Marquette, anybody wake up to play at Notre Dame or at VCU. But when it comes to these games, like when you're getting scouted and things, you're getting your favorite move taken away or what you like to do taken away, that's when your IQ and how much how you compete and the 50-50 balls and just a little things really matter just as much as anything else. And I think this is the closest thing that as an assistant coach you get is the yeah. adrenaline rush of, you know, preparing your guys with the best game plan as possible. So and that's I, I get that adrenaline rush every every time it's around for me. Not not just not, and for our staff, I don't just get it for when, my, when it's my scout. I get it for everybody's scout because you feel so involved with each other's scouts and could, because we talk about it so much. Um, so I think that that's what's make you know that's what makes this place special for yeah. me as a, as somebody that's trying to grow in this business and in this game of basketball. Uh, it's really cool. It's a great point. It really, really is. And I think people, you can follow the game and you can be really a dedicated fan, but you don't realize, mm-hmm. you know, what these certain situations are. And I think you both provided some wonderful insight about what's going on. And uh, it's great to have you both in studio. Be hard. Don't be such a stranger, man. Absolutely. You know, all you got to do is absolutely. just, <laughs> all you got to do is catch him when you see the Chrysler driving down. You're going to see it. You're going to see it driving. my God. I'm just flag him down. Hey, I'll hey. Be back. And uh, your boy is beautiful, by the way. You know, I appreciate that little guy. He is, man. Ah, he's full of life, guy. isn't he? You know, I appreciate it. It's the he, best thing. Yeah, he's bopping yeah. around. All it's great when that's you bring my everything. It's a good thing he has fifty percent of his juice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I get it now. I understand now. Like, son, Relax. Uh, uh, just a little. Well, Coach, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you coming in this morning. No problem. Thanks Great for having me. Great to see you. There you go. Always. That's uh, Brian Hart, former Radford University yes, guard. Thanks for me. V. Hart in the house. And uh, Tim Pete, uh, one of our assistant coaches at Radford. Come see us tomorrow at 2. We're wrapping up. Hour number two. We come back here on the finally Friday edition. Sports Talk is taking a timeout. Now hold it, wait a minute, timeout. You want to say that one more time without the sarcasm? BTSD will return in a moment on WRAD.
a lot of fun. Appreciate uh, Coach Pete, B. Hart coming in studio. It's a lot of insight right there. It kind of takes you inside. And everything you heard, you know, from a player and coach's perspective is what goes on all across the land in college basketball, whether you're talking about Radford, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Kansas, Duke, UCLA, North it doesn't matter who. I mean, that's the same process and the same mentality that goes into it. It's what the Tech players are dealing with now as they get ready to head into their showdown against uh, UVA tomorrow at noon. Right, I mean, it's it's just all about every next game is the event unto itself, and especially during this long season, it's a totally different feel than the football season where it's one game a week and you don't have that many opportunities. Here, it's just you know the marathon of two and a half months of conference play to get ready for the tournament. Great insight. Appreciate that a whole lot. We'll be back, hour three coming up, eight o'clock power hour when we return.